to tour mode. <laughs> I'm here with John Martin. Are, you're such a first name, last name person. Is that okay? Yes. There's a lot of Johns. Oh, uh, well, then that makes it yeah. make more sense. I've been a first name, last name person since, like, as long as I can remember. You do have the coolest middle name. Richmond. Fuck, yeah. Yeah, so don't dox me. That's my full name. (laughs) Oh, yes. So John and I both have terrible, terrible pit bulls, and so we are not terrible. They're great. They're vicious animals. (laughs) Vicious snugglers. Yeah. Um, But so we're recording at Triple Stamp Press today, um, which is a lovely space. It's gorgeous in here. I feel like like I'm at Google. There's a fridge. There's a PlayStation. Two bathrooms. The guitar upstairs is out of tune. <laughs> Holy sh! I know three actual chords. <laughs> none and of none them, of them sound, sound good. good. <laughs> it's impossible that I played them incorrectly because they're the only three I know. So like, you was, know, you nailed it. I was like G A C. That nope. These are terrible. Like that doesn't sound like any of the songs yeah. that have those, which is every song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to Will. Thank you for letting us use your space. It is very nice here. Yay. They also do wonderful work here. So follow them on Instagram. Yeah. Um, Triple they, Stamp Press. They make great posters and t-shirts and that's my commercial. The end. Brought to you, this podcast yeah. brought to you by Triple Stamp Press. Yes. I would, I, I hate ads and podcasts. Yeah. Go to triplestamppress.com and a promo code <laughs> Tornode for your, uh, for your 10% off. F- 50% off. Whoa. We're, gonna, we're giving away the store. Whoa. Quote me on that. Whoa. Oh, the other exciting thing is that it's snowing outside and we might get snowed in and die and have to eat ink. Yeah. And there's no windows. so <laughs> And we don't have any beer. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have enough to get snowed in. That's the danger. I also made a hot toddy because I'm like, it's cold and that always makes me want to have a hot toddy. Righteous. Yeah, it is pretty righteous. Oh, my God. All right. Enough fucking chit chat. Let's get down to it. I don't see any notes in front of you. I You're gonna can't, find, can't find my <laughs> tour diaries that I bragged about having, still right. having. I know I have them. I believe you, but. Uh, we should address the elephant in the room. Oh, which one? I saw that fucking hedgehog. Oh, boy. Tyler, your boy Tyler, my ex-bandmate, <laughs> has been saying scurrilous, yeah. libelous yeah. lies about mm-hmm. me not seeing a hedgehog. I actually, he, said it was in, he said it was in Prague. It was in Bruno. Okay. Which is in the Czech Republic. Okay. And uh, is outside of the yacht club where we it's it was called the yacht club. It's not a real yacht club. <laughs> okay, Spoiler like, alert. It's, uh, yeah, it was not a yacht club. Um, and I saw a little hedgehog running running on a stone stone wall, and I was like, is that a hedgehog. And are they na- native? They yeah, are? they live in Europe. I googled it before when I heard <laughs> that podcast because I was like, I'm gonna like feel so stupid if I was like. I swear I saw one. They're like only native to sub-Saharan Africa or something. But like, yeah. Because that's what I wanted to look up and be like, bullshit. Yeah, they only yeah. look, but I didn't look it I up. I mean, they're so. definitely <laughs> European if you think about it. Like the, I think the default <laughs> accent for a hedgehog is British. And the default hat for a hedgehog would be a beret. Oh, yeah. Definitely a beret. So they're super yeah. European. Yeah. They okay. smoke cigarettes. I mean... Uh, yeah, I'm going to so choose to believe you because nobody, but nobody believed me. I, no I, like, one else I went saw back it. You were like, like, guys, guys, I saw a hedgehog, and I was like, you did not see a hedgehog. <laughs> like, come on! And like the German band we were with, they were like, what did you see? And I'm like, it's a, I saw a hedgehog. I saw a hedgehog. And they're like, no, no, you, those don't live. And no, 
but I think maybe they just don't know. They didn't know what I was saying. I saw. Right. I was going to say, like, I feel like there would be a different word for hedgehog. I bet in German it's it's like like super cute. In German? I bet it's like a 12-syllable word with no literal English translation. If anyone knows the French translation, I bet that's really cute, though. Yeah, that's probably pretty sweet. Like how French kids, if they're learning, like, the noises that animals make, um, when they say meow, they say minou, (laughs) which is so much cuter. I don't know. That kind of makes me mad. (laughs) 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 Maybe it's just because I'm thinking of, like, a French kid. I'm like, man, fuck that kid. Fucking piece of shit. You know more languages than me. French asshole. Think you're better than me. I hate that made-up kid. (laughs) Um, Well, one of the biggest tours I've... Well, not really, but one of the bigger tours I've been on was with you. So that's not the longest tour you've been on. You've been on a longer tour? Just by a little bit. Because that was a month, uh, right? It was a full month, wasn't it? It was. I think it was like 30 shows. I think it was like maybe 32, 33 days. I don't remember exactly. And the tour poster... I looked it up, like, I think most of the, sh- after they printed the tour posters, most of the shows fell through, and we just kept bouncing back and forth between Chicago and wherever the hell else. <laughs> like, we played, like, Chicago, like, four or five times on that tour. <laughs> really? Yeah, we would, like, like, a show would fall through, and we kept going back to that house. Oh, yeah. Because the first, okay. we, we, first night we played there, oh, and we didn't play there. Like, ne- neither of us. Yeah. So we were both roadies. I was a roadie who did shit. John was a I uh, will do nothing roadie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did a lot. I just didn't do anything helpful. You did a lot of like shit talking. Yeah. And, I uh, swam a few times. I drank <laughs> a couple of beers. Uh, but a so, lot of my favorite stories are from that tour. So I'm yeah. like kind of debating how many I want to like dive in with you. So the ba- background on the tour, it was the, the a band from Richmond called Operation Latte Thunder. Mm-hmm. Uh, or is that girl in Wisconsin called us those Operation Latte fuckers? Is that the one that Cole locked out of her computer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she had yeah. a reason to be I think, mad. I think Cole was trying to like smooch on her and he like. Uh, locked her out of her AOL account. Not just her, <laughs> not just her computer, but like she couldn't sign into Instant Messenger and was like so mad about it. And that story like followed us around for a few days. Like, oh yeah, like my friend Stacy and Madison was like hates you guys now. Uh, but yeah, the Operation Latte Thunder was from Richmond, and then from St. Augustine as a band called the South. And so band members wise, there were. Two singers, two guitar players, bass player, and drummer. Uh, six people in OLT, three people in the South, so it's nine. And a puppet show. And a puppet show, which was 10 for Anna. And then you, me, and Jerry, 13 people. Yeah, in two vans. The entire time. Yes. Plus occasionally two different cars, one from yes. Richmond and one from St. Augustine following. Yes. And I remember at one point I counted like one of the nights where we had the most people. It was like 21 people. Was that in like Baton Rouge or like yes. when everybody was? Yes. Yeah. Um, actually, one of my one of my favorites is. 21 people. Is. I believe it was Baton Rouge where we were staying in that big empty mm-hmm. warehouse. What was the story? Why? Where were we? I feel like it was something to do with Anna's Anna Virginia's parents living down there, and they yeah. owned that property. And they were like, "You guys can go stay there." 
There's too many of you to fit in our house. Sure shit can't stay with me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it's, I mean, I don't, I think it's like a church lock in or something. We like played like sardines all night and like, well, so we turned out all the lights and played the Halloween soundtrack. Oh, right. And so it was scary as fuck. And then we played hide and seek. And I remember being like legit scared because that like, and it was like, they had this like like windy basement hallway Mm -hmm. where with all these like tiny little little rooms. rooms. Yeah. One time I found Jacob and he was just like running around one of those little rooms naked, like laughing. Yeah. He got naked a lot. (laughs) He was naked a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was such a fun night. (laughs) Great body. That would be too. Surfers, man. They're yeah. all surfers. They're all fit. And like, what do we do? <laughs> I don't know. I'm surf. like wanting to unbutton my pants because I ate Chipotle <laughs> earlier. <laughs> that So that was the first time I had met all those St. Augustine cats. So that's the first time I saw a hard surfer body. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it was definitely the first time I'd ever met a surfer. Like, I remember yeah. they were like, Talking because I rode in their van, which was like Anna Virginia's van. Mm-hmm. I uh, think we were both in that van a lot. Yeah, I never rode in the OLT van, and I and uh, I tried to keep it that way because a there were, there were more people. There were like one mm-hmm. or two more people, mm-hmm. and b the, all the padding in the ceiling started coming out. Yeah, so when you would drive with like the, the windows open, all this like insulation crumbs, would just be yeah, you know, like 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 forty year old van crumbs yeah. just flying in your face. Uh. Yeah. And yeah, I remember we were like, like day, like two or something. I got in their van and was like trying to get to know them. They were talking about surfing. And I was like, what? You surf? <laughs> You're from a beach? Right. What kind of freaks are you? And they were all like all positive and happy. And we're all from <laughs> Richmond. And we're like, eh, <laughs> punk. I don't want to. I don't want to smile. It makes me look dumb. <laughs> I also remember when we started the very beginning of that tour trying to leave Richmond. We like pulled away from the membrane, the house that we, well, I don't know if I lived there at that point. And anyways, leaving town for the first show mm-hmm. and immediately get into a wreck. Do you remember that? Uh, like I still in the fan and yeah, it wasn't like I a bad that wreck. that happened. But- I wasn't in... The vehicle that got in a wreck. Oh, okay. I was. I think I was, yeah, I was in the OLT van for the first, I think when I switched out was in Baltimore. Yeah. So I switched out in Baltimore and I remember this because Jerry was really sunburned and he like lifted up his shirt. He was standing on the outside of the, uh, the van and I was sitting on the inside and he's like, I don't know, goofing off, making faces through the window. And he like lifts up his shirt and he pulls this giant patch of skin off of his sunburn and it had just rained and he like (laughs) stuck it to the window like a window decal and i was like i was like ugh, and it stayed there it stayed there it might still be there but it stayed there for (laughs) so gross for like i i think like a year later i saw paul's van and it was still there no way i don't know it was there for 30 days like after 30 days it's just turns into glass yeah Yeah. oh my god i I forgot about that i'm I'm taking your seat in your van and i just like got up and like walked into their van and was like, I don't want to, I don't want to be in that van. I'm not going to look at your dead skin. (laughs) And I feel like once you get your spot in a van, you just kind of like stay there. Yeah. You know, you know where your book is. Right. Yeah. The like. Yeah. 
three Stash books that were being passed around by the 20 of us. That, right. Like, a, like Geek Love and a Chuck Palahniuk book probably. Oh, man. I remember, I remember, yeah, I remember I everybody right. passing around a couple, like love. a couple of the same books, and yeah. there'd be like six different bookmarks. Right, and they're like, "Don't fuck them up." Yeah, do not lose my bookmark, dude. <laughs> You'll piss somebody off. Uh, I've never read Ayn Rand, but I remember in the South Van they were listening to Atlas Shrugged oh, boy. book on tape. I and like. Everybody hated it. Yeah. I was just like, that's like the <laughs> like, worst choice. I think, I think Anna like bought it at a truck stop and was uh, like, well, all right. And then like her and Jeff kind of got into it because oh Jeff would always ride a shotgun and like, yeah, but it, it was like, oh no, he didn't like right. kind of stuff like reactions like that. But like, obviously like they were making it fun. They for were making themselves. it fun. But yeah. like, I just remember being like, this is really boring. Why are we listening to yeah. this? I had blocked that out of my memory. I think that sounds terrible. I remember the weirdest stuff from that tour. So we could talk about that tour for easily for an hour. Yeah. Like I, I almost don't know where to start with I it know. because there's so much. That's like a All right. Like Omaha. I, I, I like mythologize that tour so much. Right. Me too. But also just a lot of crazy shit happened. Partly because yeah. we had so many people. Yeah, having that many people is untenable. And I wouldn't do it now. Hell no. Hell no. Like, I wouldn't do it with the same people. <laughs> but also, like, there are some people that, like... It would be like, so different It would now. be very bizarre. It would be super bizarre. Actually, yeah, I would absolutely yeah. do it with the same people. Yeah. Maybe not for as long. No. And I would need, like, three extra vehicles, because holy crap. <laughs> um, all right. One other highlight, and I want to maybe see if you can tell the story of Omaha. Omaha. Uh, what? So, oh, is that the frisbee? That was. House? I'm pretty sure it was Omaha. That was the do it with the lights out, and then that the was Oklahoma crazy City lady. Oh, uh, so I did. I looked through all the pictures from this tour, and I did find because that was an insane, insane house yeah. that we stayed at. So like we so many different things going on. We played at this house in Oklahoma City, and. We got there, and right away it's totally weird because there's people uh, doing homemade tattoos in yep. the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And there were these, like, train hopper punks yep. getting tattoos, and they were, like, getting Food Not Bomb logo tattoos. And I have pictures of that. Nice. And they traded mushrooms. Yes. I knew there were mushrooms involved somehow. <laughs> they traded mushrooms yes, for, those to tattoos. The, for the tattoos, yeah. and they were all just, like, Tripping balls right. and getting food not bomb tattoos sure. in this kitchen, this this disgusting Which house. I've only done mushrooms once, but I would not want to be getting tattooed while on them. There's one hundred percent positive about that. Yeah, there's pretty much no nothing of that story I would want to do in that house. Right. Right. Okay. So that's like <laughs> so, right when we first roll. So that's up. like weird thing number one. Yeah. Weird thing number two. There's a dude. One of the roommates sitting in this room, and he's playing. He's making techno music on yes, his computer. He is. This is and insane. Also, that this is all the same house. It was. So yeah, played a basement show. I feel like something weird happened during the show too. But then it was like the after party where everybody was hanging out in the living room, and then there's this one guy in his bedroom, and we just like hear his like techno music. Uh, so so my memory of the guy with the techno music is that. Oh, I remember the song. We all yeah, so sang we, it did a we, lot. Did we hear the song at night? Or, yeah. Okay. So the song, like, I could, 
you couldn't hear like the music necessarily. You just kind of hear like a rhythmic, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. And, and he, then him and he had a he had a microphone made out of an old telephone yes. receiver. Yes. And he was just <laughs> standing <laughs> in front it. of the computer <laughs> with headphones on, going, do. <laughs> Come on, come on. Do it with, with the, the lights, lights out. out. With, with the, the lights, lights out. out. Do, Do it with the lights out. out. With the lights <laughs> out. And it was like, I mean, maybe the greatest song in the okay, history of Okay, I just want to acknowledge music. that neither of us have talked or sung that to each other no. in forever. Yeah. And we both just remembered it exactly the same. Yeah. I had an interaction with him earlier on in the day when we got there because like... I wanted to go to like a store. I wanted to just go yeah. somewhere by get myself. Yeah, I yeah. wanted to go get a coffee or something. And I like, <laughs> he was the only person home or something, or he was sitting in front of like at his desk in front of the open door of his bedroom. And I kind of was like, hey, man, like, um, is there someplace nearby walking distance where I could go get some food? And he looks at me and he's like, yes. And then he just reaches very slowly to his door and closes it in my face. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Wow. He's like, you're the grumpy roommate yeah, who like, doesn't want to cool. have shows at your house and is annoyed that I'm here. I should have I just, just learned how to ask a question. And also, will you tell me where it is? <laughs> it was important. Uh, wow, that's amazing. But the real, the real showstopper was we all went to sleep in this one like living room. Yeah. And I think a couple people slept on the front porch. Yes, because like, it was the, nice out, and there's a ton of us. Yeah, and the, so the front door was open, and there was a screen door. And like, I woke up because I heard somebody, like people on the front porch talking. It was like an, an older lady's voice. Yes, and I can't really make out what she's saying. And then like the screen door opens, and this like <laughs> older lady comes wandering in, and she's like, "Oh, look at all these young." people and sits down yeah, on a couch that someone is sleeping yeah. on. Yeah. And she's just like so many young people. And like I, I don't I think we made up the last part, but she was just definitely No, kept, she definitely she, said it. She just kept being like so young, so tender. Yes. I, so did she actually say so I tender? I fucking swear she okay. did. I swear. Just yeah, so young. And so I think a lot of us had woken up and we're just playing possum yeah, because we were I did like, not move. We I had don't know who breathing. this is. I, I thought I was breathing. dreaming. I was like, <laughs> I'm a, I'm the furniture. She doesn't notice me. Oh my god. And I think I think it was Brendan was like, like I think you need to leave or something. It was just like very a matter of fact. It's like, uh-huh. ma'am, you do not live here. It's time for you to go. <laughs> kind yeah, of like, like we are uh, all door, trying to sleep, door guy style. And right. she just kind of got up and left. And then the next morning. I think it took a, a little while after everybody was up before somebody was like, "Right? Uh, like, did that happen? Does anybody remember an old lady coming <laughs> yes. in here in the middle of the night?" <laughs> and like, some people were like, "No, what? right?" Some people I completely, yeah. yeah. Like, but everybody else was like, "Yeah, what the hell?" Yeah, Oklahoma and the porch City, people, man. like, she sat out there and like talked to herself on the porch for a while, yeah. and then came in. She's obviously, an older person with a you know mental yeah. health episode. But just, I mean, creeping on some young tendies, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and we made a stencil. Somebody made a stencil mm. that said "so young, so tender" yeah. with like a banana or something. So and uh, I have that on the, the back of a hoodie. Of, that's the first part of the uh, only tour hookup story I have. So that's when I met her. <laughs> and then, so I was like, I was like, ma'am, you ma'am, forgot to give me your number. Ma'am, let's get out of here. I want to, I want to follow you to a second location. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just like I know that she, you know, was probably not healthy or whatever, but 
to wander into a house where there's like 15 strangers. Yeah, that, that could have ended like, really badly. Yeah. For her. Yeah. Luckily, we weren't all complete psychopaths. No, we were just literally just trying to sleep. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> was, As if you're going to wander in a house full of like, and I'm, I'm sure that was very baffling for her. Like you walk into a house and it looks like Jonestown. There's just like bodies <laughs> all over the floor. Like what? What yeah. is going on in is here? Is this like a, a sleepaway camp? Yeah. <laughs> then you get distracted by all the young hard bodies. The, <laughs> like, you know, Jacob's like yeah, sh- totally. you know, basically naked on right. the porch sleeping on top of a sleeping bag. That's who did it. And she was like, oh, mm, so tender. <laughs> I hope Jacob hears this and knows that we're totally objectifying him. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna see him in April. Nice. So yeah, oh, that's I forgot to say what band you're in. Oh. John's in Sea of Storms okay. and uh they so your album's been out for a little bit, but the vinyl just yeah, came out. Is the, that right? Or is it still pre ordered? It was it's still I mean, you know, we like have them and stuff, but like, you know, they're pre ordered. But you can't have it yet. Yeah, see so you, you gotta create hype. <laughs> uh, it'll be out by the time this airs. Okay, cool. And then y'all airs? are going Yeah, I think airs. that counts. Drops. And then are you is it a south? Tour? Yeah, we're going down. We're basically touring to St. Augustine Fuck yeah. and back. Why like, not? uh, we were going to go up north and we talked about it for a little bit. And I was like, guys, can we not try to book New York and like, all those no. gross, expensive places? And it's just hard. I don't know. It's just down to I, Florida and back is always like my yeah. favorite easy little jaunt. And, and I don't, we don't tour very often anymore. And it's difficult. Like, so Sea of Storms started basically because three three quarters of Sea of Storms were also in a band called Mouth Breather that Tyler was in. Tyler gotcha. was yeah. the most recent. Ep- I don't know if it's the most yeah. recent episode yes. by the time I talk. No, he won't be. Uh, There'll be one between. But listen to the Tyler episode. He's great. Yeah. He's, he's a cool dude. He's Despite dude. lying about me not having seen a hedgehog, <laughs> he's a great dude. <laughs> uh, so that band broke up and three of us from that band were like, well, we still want to tour. We still want to be in a band. So we started Sea of Storms. But it took us like a year between a year and a half, maybe between Mouth Breather breaking up and Sea of Storms having enough like like a demo and mm-hmm. going on tour. I think we had a seven inch. And if you don't oh, God. tour actively kind of all the time, uh-huh. people just you know, punk rock is like so transient already. Yes. Like bands break up, people move. That momentum. People graduate college, venues close, houses disappear. And yeah. it's like you know, it's like starting over from scratch. Yeah. And Sea of Storms did a good amount of touring. We were doing, I think, at like the because I I have a list of all the shows we've played, and it's like I think the busiest year we did like maybe fifty shows and like three like ten to fifteen day tours and mm-hmm. some weekends. And yeah. it's like when you're doing stuff like that, you have all this momentum to like, and you have connections and, yeah. and stuff like that. And then when you stop doing that and you're like, oh, well, maybe we'll go like once a year, like for like four <laughs> days, five days, you, you really have to like lean on people that you, that you know, aren't going anywhere. Like the right. people from St. Augustine or, right. or, you know, other, other places people down you've known throughout the and years. And it's pretty insane that like that, uh, that 30 day tour in 2003, 17 years ago, like like I, I'm still friends with and still see like a lot of the the Richmond folks yeah. from that tour, but also the St. Augustine people. Like that's awesome. Just like still being friends with those those 
guys yeah. all these years later and like being like, yeah, I'm going to play with Jacob's yeah. band. Yeah, he still ones. is running that venue, right? Uh, or like, we're, playing or we're playing in a different place. Okay. It's called Sarbez. Cool. I don't, I don't know what it's like. Cool, cool. Well, what is there anything like majorly different? I, I mean, I feel like if you're older and you're touring, is there like a big difference that comes to mind? Are people less annoying? Uh, <laughs> people have largely <laughs> stayed the same. Being old people now, like, do you guys stay in hotels and shit? Or are you still like slumming it? Uh, the last <laughs> couple times, and I mean, you can stay in hotels and also be slumming it. Oh <laughs> well, yes, I have. Gnarly, yes, I've done yeah. that too. Yeah, uh, we've we have definitely started opting for the like uh, forty dollar motel six kind of. Yeah kind of option over staying at like a punk house where yeah. eight people live because yeah. that is you know the like, charm wears off yeah we're like f- collectively we're 40 yeah you know and that's you know, going on tour already is very unhealthy you know, your, right. your sleep is shit you're eating shit you're eating shit you're, you're drinking too much yeah. like your schedule's all out of whack it's <laughs> like I immediately went to like poop schedule like oh, you're, you're like <laughs> which is something that eric and i talked about on the last episode <laughs> it's uh poop, pooping on tour is a you are a poop magician what are you talking about well you I... are like i gotta go poop and you come back in two minutes and i don't understand how it's because i poop a lot do you still it's, do that yeah it's, <laughs> it's quantity over quality <laughs> It's like, have you ever walked your dog and your dog is like, I'm going to pee here. And then 10 steps later, it's like, I'm going to pee here. And you like 10 that. steps later, I'm just like, I just, you know, I don't, I just never understood how people, all right. I was wondering how long it was going to take for this to get to poop. I've always wondered how some people can just like sit in a bathroom and roast on the toilet for like 20 minutes in their own doo-doo stink. And like, you're reading a book, like like doing a crossword puzzle and like people are waiting, you know, we're on tour. Right, so, like, so you're in a public restaurant. I don't want to yeah. say I'm going to pull a, a name out of thin air. Brandon Peck takes 45 <laughs> minutes to take a dump. And we're all like, oh, I got to brush my teeth before we get, you know, right. like we're like all waiting. Got to uh-huh, go. Like, uh-huh. nah, man, just squeeze out just enough to get by. <laughs> go <laughs> on about on. your day. <laughs> like if it's, uh, if it's not, that's so funny. Like, don't make, you know, it's rude for it to make you wait. So just don't wait. Right. Just, yeah. Sure. I'm a busy guy. <laughs> Good stuff I got to get my seat in the van. <laughs> got to make sure I don't get forgotten in the bathroom. You and I are like the same. So, yeah, you and I are like, we we have a, we've known each other for a long time. Yes. We both grew up in Roanoke. Uh, um Going to shows. I met you at a gig at Grandma's house. Yeah, I think the, the with a mm-hmm. was it? It's like, probably like cacistocracy. Yeah, I think it was cacistocracy <laughs> and probably like ediamine and suppression. Maybe Zagoda. Or like one member of suppression hitting banging a, on something, banging on something with, with something else. Um, uh, one day you uh, booked a show and <laughs> can, can I tell this story? Yeah, got yeah. caught shoplifting and you called me and you're like, I, got I can't show up to do the show that I have booked tonight. I'm grounded. Can you go do it? And like, and so there was another mishap. I show up at the venue. It was that art space. I can't remember what it was called. No downtown. Phase? Yes. Yeah. Good job. No phase. And so there had been some sort of miscommunication mm-hmm. because the person that was supposed to show up and open the venue didn't show up. So I'm standing there with majority rule <laughs> and t- 
Turbine? Turbine? <laughs> okay. I think that's who it was. I was about to, I couldn't remember who the band was. And I was like, it's probably good that like nobody would ever remember the band. <laughs> but but I'm pretty sure, rule. I'm pretty sure a lot of people remember Majority <laughs> Rule. That's good. And I was just sitting there with them and I'm like, I don't really know what's going on. This isn't my shit. Like, yeah. And I ended up taking them to my parents' house. I was like, mom, dad, can, can I bring this like show to the house? And they were like, okay. And so everybody goes and, uh, and then they're like, well, do you have a PA? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I have video of this and it is hilarious. Really? And it, I mean, a bunch of kids showed up and they still which is played. Not, which is very rare for any show I booked in Roanoke. Well, and by a bunch, I mean like a dozen, but we're That's in my good. parents' basement. It doesn't matter. Like, right. Um, and so there's like video of them playing and like, the dudes, the vocalists of each of those bands are just like screaming yeah, into the air. That's wild. And that's back no when Majority Rule was like a hard, like a yes. kind of youth crew kind of band, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I feel like um, Chris Carroll, he had his tiny purple convertible and he like zipped <laughs> down because I lived like up on a mountain. He like tried to go get a PA or something in yeah. time and like couldn't get what I, it was such like a crazy, hilarious. And I was, uh, yeah. You were at home grounded. I, got, I was grounded because I got <laughs> caught stealing blank tapes from oh. Sam's Club. Oh. I was going to make. They're uh, as for like demo tape. I was going to dub demo tapes or was something. That, that would have been like, what, Thousand Never Enough? It must have been, yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> We're so old. Yeah, the 90s. It was the 90s. Everybody was, was stealing, 90s. you know? Oh, it's my the, God, yeah. It's the go-go 90s. I got, I got caught shoplifting at the mall and got kicked out of the mall, which like... In Roanoke? In, yeah, where which there's mall? like... Valley View. Oh, that's the good mall. I know. Oh. So in a small, smallish town where there's like not much to do, getting kicked out of the yeah. mall is like a serious uh, Jolly deal. time. Jolly time. Arcade was at Valley yep. View. In the good, well, not the good theater, but like the big movie theater yeah. was there too. And it took me years. Olive and then finally there. I was like, no one's going to recognize <laughs> me and kick me out. Like, yeah. Uh, I remember uh, at Towers Mall, I uh, had gone around and put up flyers for a show that I booked all over Towers, and I had been using a staple gun and was stapling it onto the uh, the fence posts that have like the the yeah. stop. They're like wooden stop signs to get in and out oh, of the parking lot. Uh-huh. It's like not a city stop sign, yeah. but like a you know a gourmet stop sign for the strip mall. <laughs> gourmet. And for some reason, <laughs> I put my phone number. On the flyer to be like, hey, call John with any questions or something. Maybe it wasn't at a venue. Maybe it was at a house or something. (laughs) And like the mall manager called me and was like threatening to sue me for like damage. And I had to like go up to this this mall and be like – how about I just take them down? Yeah, I like went around, <laughs> took around the flyers, and he was like walking around showing me like all the little holes that staples make. And he's like, you need to go like get like – like Putty. wood filler. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I'll go do that. <laughs> I just remember like taking all the flyers and then leaving and never coming back. I'm like, yeah. well, he doesn't have my phone number anymore. <laughs> and I took all the flyers and like, yeah. We tried our best. So that's probably how like touring even got on my radar. Like Roanoke was not a like a big destination musically, especially yeah. not, you know, there were a couple of punk bands there. In the Swank era, they brought some good bands. I mean, I saw like Hot Water Music play <sighs> yeah, at the Iroquois. I don't know like, how I, like, 
That was there was a it was fair like a little amount. before my I saw I saw Swank play with some rad bands, but I never saw Hot Water or Frotus or like some yeah. like the big bands. Yeah. Like I think like the first time I saw Swank and I was really conscious of the uh uh the other bands that were playing was at Troutville Town Hall. Fuck yeah. Which unlike the yacht club was it the Knucklehead show was actually a town hall yes. in the town of Trout. Yes. No, it was uh so it was Swank and the Weak Link Breaks. Oh, the yes. Weak Link Breaks. Terrible name. Are they in Richmond? Maybe? No, they were no. from they were from Roanoke. It was uh, that guy Jamie that sang in Integration. Oh, okay. He's like yes. a, he's like a Christian snowboarder instructor now. And, <laughs> Not uh, even a snowboarder, but a snowboard instructor. <laughs> Sorry, I think I, I think I might be making that up. <laughs> Let's just assume I'm not. Uh, and uh, Jason Wood from Engine Down uh-huh. was one of the singers in that band because they had two singers. Ooh. And uh, it was the 90s. And uh, uh, this, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and there were so there, uh, two, uh, two out-of-town bands. And there was one band was called Jonah, and they were from Quebec. And they were like heavy, like Canadian hardcore, like Uranus and cool. uh, Drift and real screamy. And I I'd never seen anything – that like heavy and yeah. brutal, nor had I ever been to a punk show where there were like people speaking a different language. Like mm. they had those like Quebecois yeah. kind of accents, and I like <laughs> like F- French Quebecois. <laughs> and like, this is different. They all sound like. Uh, Do you watch Letter Kenny? Yes. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, Quebec. they sound just like those uh, no the, the Quebecs in, in Quebec. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> And then, and then the other band that played was FYP, and they like showed up just in time to play. They played for like thirty minutes, maybe, yeah, and then just get and the then like out. I remember like Tony Weinbender from yep. Swank got on the mic and was like, "Hey, if you're gonna buy FYP merch, you gotta do it now." They got like an eighteen hour drive to their Fuck. next show, so they're they're leaving in ten minutes. Oh and, like, man! I bought like a seven inch and a patch, and like I was just like. Why are there people in Troutville, Virginia? Right. From I'm sure wherever, they were like, "Why are we here?" Yeah, <laughs> like wherever <laughs> FYP is from, I think they're from California and uh, you know uh, uh, Quebec, like yeah. Canada, foreign yeah. country. Like uh, I, I just like couldn't wrap my mind around it. And uh, poor planning if they had a fucking 18 hour drive. Yeah, I think the rock. most I've done would, would be maybe like 12. I have a fun story from uh, just thinking about that venue. So I It's generous calling it a venue. Well <laughs> that location yeah, for shows that municipal uh, yes, uh government building. That was kind enough to let some fucking weirdos play music there. I don't remember which show it was, unfortunately, but it was definitely one that Tony had booked. Mm-hmm. And it was before I could drive. And so my mother was dropping off me and my um childhood best friend Stephanie. And she's like you're fine. <laughs> She's like, what do you know about this place? Like, what? what's... And I'm like, I don't know, Mom. It's a show. Like, bah, like, leave me alone. And she's like, I have to go in and talk to someone. And I'm like, oh, boy. Here we I was go. like, go, I'm Mom. staying in the car then. <laughs> so Stephanie and I stay in the car. And my mom marches in. She's like, I need to, do- <laughs> I need to talk to who's in charge. Let me speak to your manager. <laughs> 
<laughs> so apparently Tony like stepped up and spoke to her and was like, yeah, we'll be done at this time and blah, blah, blah. And, like could, there's no so drinking happening here and was very nice to Spe- her. Speaking parent fluently. Right, yeah. right. And, and so whatever he says like appeases her and she comes back out and she's like, okay, I'll be back at whatever time to pick you guys up. And we're like, okay. And so we walk in and of course everyone immediately knows that it's us. Yeah. And I was just like, oh fuck. But like, even like Tony was really nice about it. Do you remember who it played? Was I don't, it? I don't. And that actually might've been that knucklehead show that I was referencing. Was it? Cause I remember. Which would have been. Um, there was some group that was associated with Bloodhound Gang that played there once and I didn't get to go. Oh, and I, that like, sounds familiar. And um, I don't, I, I like didn't know who the Bloodhound Gang was. I just knew that they were a big deal and they were called the Bloodhound Gang and that sounded cool as hell. Right. I was like, Someone yeah, tried to go. do that at karaoke somewhere recently and they just like completely fucked yeah, it up. Yeah, you they can't were, you can't step to that. No. Come on. Um I think it was um what was a uh, old Roanoke band pop punk that sounded like Green Day um Jane Jane and, Wiley? No. No. Shout out to Alan Bergendahl's high school band though. Oh, 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 kid Kid Braxton. Yes. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I was like, Kid Dynamite. No. No. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. Kid Braxton. I think it was like Kid Braxton and Knucklehead and someone else. I believe that. Uh, A Mark Hodges joint. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Old Roanoke. Yep. Deep cuts here. And you mentioned two vocalists. The original formation of Marion Delgado also had two vocalists. That's right. Being you were me one of them. And Will. That's right. Uh, and there we broke up. <laughs> mostly because there was one member of the band that also insisted on singing and he had a terrible voice and we were like, we should just <laughs> break up. <laughs> I didn't remember that. That's hilarious. Yeah, that was like, I remember Will looking at me being like, he has a terrible voice and him just kept being like, and Will has a lovely yeah, voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember we had like one song and it was dope and like, Emo AF and Did like we play ever? No, no, I have okay. a, I have a practice record tape oh, somewhere. Boy, I have uh, like a box of old cassettes, and I've got some old Marion Delgado practice tapes that uh, have like song, like song, and like entire practices where we're like working on songs and stuff nice. like that. Uh, I don't have a tape player, so they're just so you can't hear them. They're just yeah, nobody, can, <laughs> nobody can. I'll, t- I'll take a picture send it <laughs> on the tape and send it to you. It's in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, any other tour highlights you can think of maybe from something that I wasn't around for? So, well, I'm trying to think of more stuff you were around for. We've, so we've never played on tour together. That's correct. So, okay. So yeah. like all the touring we've both done as musicians separately and yeah. all the tours we've been on together, we never like, and we've like shared the stage locally a bunch, but yes. we've never been out of town, like played a show, right. which is kind of strange to think that like. Pedals and like mouth breather never yeah. just linked up. Yeah, like I feel like we were mouth breather and so long. <laughs> landmines would like we'd run into landmines like uh-huh. like every tour we went on we'd just like be like oh landmines is playing tomorrow what the what <laughs> yeah uh yeah it's 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 strange that you and I have been on so many tours and never actually played yeah so uh, there was one time. When I just was traveling and jumped on with you guys, and I'm honestly not even sure which band it was, but we got stuck or stopped at the Canadian border. Do you remember that? That was the setup. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, you were yeah you were with us then. Uh, and then later because we met up down. with you in Toronto. Yes. Yeah, and we got stopped on uh, Detroit, 
And uh, I had my passport in my camera bag only because I had gone out of the country kind of recently. Mm -hmm. And it was just an accident that I had my passport with me. Mm-hmm. And this was after 9-11. So like I don't think, but it, you still it, didn't need a passport not to yet, go to Canada. But like you know, they were like on high alert for like guys with beards. You know, <laughs> oh, is that what it was? I it guess, was your fault? yeah. <laughs> but like they they were like, all right, ID, and like we all hand in our driver's licenses, and I was and I like, I think I was like, I also have my passport if you want to see that here. The guy and the guy was immediately just like, like oh, you need to like pull over there, and they like parked our van, and we went into this room, and they pulled Kirby aside, the guitar player from the setup, and they put him in a room by himself. That's so scary. And they called me and Gene up to like talk to the 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 guy and he was like, all right, so like why don't you uh why don't why doesn't everybody have a passport? Why are you the only with a passport? And I'm like, I'm I don't know, I just had it in my bag by accident. I was just traveling earlier this year and it's just stayed in my bag. And he was like, you know, like he basically was accusing me of smuggling Canadians across the border, which is laughable. Oh, but he was like, I was I remember, like, why is that yeah, sketchy? I remember he was like, you've been over there, right? You know what they look like. Tell what? me one difference between how you look and how they look. I'm like, what? they being Canadians? Like, what? I was like, I don't know. Like, we smell worse. Is that the big difference? And he was like, sit the fuck down. And I was like, oh, okay, oh. this is like serious, man. What? And I remember we're like sitting there and we're all like so nervous. Right. And uh, like the. I hate those situations where it's like, even if you haven't done anything wrong, yeah. you're so fucked. If they want to like be mad at you for something, you're that was just like, in their hands. To play Canada, it was like uh, you could like get a working worker's permit or something, or you could have a fake contract that says like you're recording that day in Toronto. You're not uh, playing a show. Like and I think we did that. And okay. I think we were like not up there to play a show. Cause if you if you're playing a show, then you're making money, you gotta pay taxes, that kind of thing. Right. So you're just kind of sneaking. Yeah. You know, and like we guaranteed did not make any money <laughs> at that show. But like, you know, regardless. And like they they like they were like who's the owner of the van? I was like this is me, and they like pulled pulled me outside. And the guy that was like in charge of searching the van was like, "You got any fruits and vegetables?" I'm like, "No." Like, you got any like weapons, illegal drugs? I'm like, "No, no, no." And uh, he's like, "Okay, so like you guys are in a band, you're on tour, right?" And I was like, "No." Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but we played Rochester, and then we were recording in Toronto. He's like, "I know the deal. Give me a CD." And I'm like, "Uh, what?" And he's like, "I just I don't want to pull everything out." Of your van, just give me a CD. When you guys get famous, I'll be oh, like, I'll be like, I, I know bless those guys. You, and I was whoever like, that guy you are was. a sucker. We're never gonna get famous. So like, <laughs> but thank yeah, you. Yeah, so I gave him Fuck. a CD, and I like went back in, and I was like, all right, van's all good. And then we see Kirby coming down this like long hallway. Is he crying? <laughs> no, but he like looks deeply oh. shamed. And we see like this like female like border agent lady like like lean out of the. <laughs> lean out of the the office they were just in and goes, sir, you left your cock ring, sir, (gasps) sir. And he's like, keep it, keep it. So we had a bunch of, we had a bunch of uh, Canadian coinage 
and we stopped at a gas station to get gas before crossing because it was like cheaper. Oh, the like funny gas station. Yeah, and so sex Kirby toys. was. We, I think we all were just like in the gas station bathroom, just right. like cranking all our coins right. in and getting like you know glow in the dark, you know Condoms jimmies herb, and yeah. stuff, and like. <laughs> Anyone seen Jimmy's? And so <laughs> those are like the sprinkles that you put on ice cream, right? Yeah. That's what you get out of ba- uh, right. gas station bathrooms. Which I've also heard might be racist. <sighs> Can't say anything anymore. Can't say anything anymore. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, and so apparently he was in. So apparently the reason he got pulled aside was because there was a person with the exact same name as him from Virginia wanted for like armed assault oh, or something shit. big. And they had to like. Double check his information, Cavities. you know. Yeah. So, but they were like, "Do you have anything in your pockets?" And he's like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Empty your pockets." He's like, "All right." I see lighter, oh, cigarettes, God. car keys. Oh, throws a bunch of other stuff no. on the table, and uh, <laughs> apparently they're like cataloging it. And they're like, "Wallet, car keys. What is this?" And he's like, I don't, I don't know. I just, I just like got it at a gas station. And the woman goes, I know what that is. That's one of those rings for your penis. And he's like, I don't, I don't know what it is. I just, uh. and like, they were just like shaming him, like holding him in this interrogation room, shaming him for having a Canadian cock ring. How did I forget that part of the story? And then the van wouldn't start. After trying to leave the van. Yeah, they were like, you guys are free to go. And we got in the van. (laughs) We're like, and it just wouldn't start. And we're like, God (laughs) damn it. And the same guy who like was supposed to search the van came over and was like, pop the hood. And like went in the engine and I don't know what he did, but beep boop bop. Beep boop bop. Next stop, Detroit. Fuck yeah. Baby. And we were like, so it was coming back to It was coming back in, yeah. Cause we entered. I totally remembered that wrong. We entered, uh, at Niagara Falls. We played Rochester and then we entered at Niagara Falls because everybody's like, that's, it's Niagara Falls. Right. Just like when they're like, what's it's the reason easy. for your visit? Yeah. You're like, we're here yeah. for Niagara to Falls. See, like, yeah. And I remember they're, they're like, what, what's all the instruments? It's like, oh, we're a band. They're like, why are you, why are you here? And I was like, we heard the Canadian side of the falls are better. And they were like, they are. Yeah. Come on in. <laughs> like, you know, we just like, we didn't have to have a phony recording contract right. or anything. They were just like, get in here, give us the 10 bucks. So that, I joined you in Toronto. Yeah. Cause you were up there back. with your old roommate yeah. from Tampa. Yeah. Dan. And you were staying with, uh, Adam. We are staying with somebody who used to play guitar in Left 4 Dead. I remember that. And I remember being drunk and being like, I love Left 4 Dead. And being like, <laughs> shut up. Nobody cares. Yeah. Um, man, that's crazy. I would have... I would have, I would have been like um, in Goonies when they're about to put the kid's hand in the blender. I'd be like, I'll tell you yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but that was also the tour where, like, I think we played Detroit then Chicago at the Fireside Bowl, which was like, fuck yeah, cool legendary I saw venue. So many good shows there. I only time being there, and that was not one of the. Oh man, that was when we played with Cock. I do not know who that is. It was kudos for that band name, though. They were so they were like a bunch of like dad looking dudes, right. like showed up. And I remember they were just like regular ass dudes setting up on stage. Nobody's at the show. I was really hoping for like gay leather daddies, but I'll settle for dads. <sighs> it's it gets worse. Oh, okay. So like they like <laughs> uh they're like setting up on stage and then they all disappear and then they come out of the bathroom and they're dressed like oh boy like 
like 88 style like punks with like union jack ripped union jack shirts covered in safety pins and they've spiked their hair and put on but they didn't look like that no before. they were just regular oh dudes God. like 20 no. minutes before and uh <laughs> the main thing i remember about them is because we would always sing this song much like the do with the lights out song it became like an unofficial anthem, anthem. <laughs> but they uh they had a song called and it was the title was also the chorus the internet is my dick and it's fucking you Oh, and wow. they was like, this song is called. Oh, yeah, they spoke oh, with British accents. They spoke no. with British accents. But they were definitely the local band. Oh, no. This song is called The Internet is My Dick and it's fucking you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is the internet your dick? It's everybody's dick. Is it kind of everybody's dick? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and then boy. The, and then the van broke down oh, like boy. 10 seconds outside of Chicago. And we were stuck in Naperville, Illinois for almost a week. Like, just like staying in a hotel. I think I was there for that. You were definitely there for that. Yeah. Because we, you were driving separate and you, like, it got to the point where, like, our van was getting fixed because we got to keep this van. <gasps> like, and, like, I think you okay. and Gene drove back to Richmond because he had to get okay. back to work. And then me and Cole and Kirby, because Cisco wasn't in the band yet. Yeah. We drove the van back like overnight, like a couple days later. Okay. I totally forgot that I had my car for that one. And I remember that was right when <laughs> Jimmy Eat World Bleed American came out and none of you wanted to admit that you liked it. So you would all <laughs> want to ride with me so that we yeah. could listen to it. <laughs> that was uh, that was around the same time that uh, nine, nine mile, eight mile was uh, was big. And so like... As you were driving across the country going in and out of, like, radio station, uh-huh. uh, you know, you're, like, constantly adjusting the dial. Like, like you could, like, listen to that, like, Lose Yourself song. And when it was over, you could just, like, turn the dial until a Jimmy Eat World again. song came on. <laughs> oh. And then you could turn the dial until another Jimmy Eat World or that Eminem <laughs> song. So you could just, like, cycle through the same three yes. songs over and over again for an eight-hour drive. Yes. And I also remember being in that hotel because um, I definitely wasn't I, – I might have stayed like one or two nights, I think, before Gene and I came back. Um, yeah. But I remember one night um, Kirby and I watching Lord of the Rings and we had like High Life 40s and we had a drinking game where anytime they showed the ring, yeah. you had to drink, which like uh, – I remember that. That was <laughs> They constantly rough. showed <laughs> – yeah, the you ring. had to drink the whole time that the ring was <laughs> like on, on the, the screen. screen. Yes, and you don't realize that. I mean, they call it Lord of the Ring. <laughs> it's in the title, man. As a, it was over before it started. I just remember being like completely out of money. That tour was. We were a four piece, and then our guitar player quit, and we were like, "Well, we're just still going to do the tour." And so we like had these songs that were written as a four piece. They sucked as a three piece, Aww. and like. It was one of our, it might have been our first tour. And so, like, it's going to be bad. And then the van breaks down, and I'm working somewhere for like eight bucks an hour washing dishes. And like, I just remember walking up and down. We stayed at this like seedy motel, but it was near a Holiday Inn. And I would go into the Holiday Inn and walk up and down the hallways looking for like uh, trays. Yeah, people like left. uh, Yeah. Room service out and be like, hell yeah, pizza bones. Right. <laughs> Half eaten sandwich. <laughs> Gobble down this oh. egg and cheese. Uh, Damn. Yeah. I, I mean, I would used, I used to go on those tours and be like, okay, I have enough money saved for like $11 a day. Right. Which is like 
totally doable. I can make this work. Yeah, like it's called 7-Eleven, Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco Bell 40s. Like, yeah, done. Yeah. And Hopefully like, you get some free beer at the venue. Which never happened. What? Really? <laughs> I, I, I feel like I never got free beer until we went to Europe. Really? Yeah. Like, maybe like two drink tickets or something. Yeah. Like, like the two drink ticket thing is like... So annoying. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I, I get it, but especially if worse like, if it is if they're like you guys get like two pitchers, and then it's like a race. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's like I gotta be here to make sure I get my refill before you fuckers yeah, drink and the, it all. The, the person, usually the drummer, that doesn't drink until after they're done playing is just naturally shafted, right? Because you're like, yeah, everybody else is like, well, all I have to do is like hit a bass guitar or something. <laughs> And like I don't, you know, I you know, if I drop a pick, I'm fine. But if a drummer drops a stick, yeah, it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's cool that you're doing this podcast because I think that there's like a. I have to assume that at least now, I'm sure, like in like five years, you'll be interviewing like Bruce Springsteen and stuff yeah, like that. Of course. But like now, it's it's probably the people that are listening to this are probably people that we know. Yeah, or like yeah. go on these tours, and there's yeah. this like shared vocabulary we all have and there's all these experiences where you can just sort of be like like oh yeah like the two picture thing is bullshit and like mm-hmm. everybody that's listening is probably like oh yeah, yeah. I know right I've know. been there yeah it's probably like five drummers listening to this being like oh such bullshit <laughs> man yeah. I never got those pictures right yeah uh, and it's like interesting that you called it tour mode and you talk about that like is that a term you use yeah and yeah. I like I never thought about it like uh like, what does it mean? Because I think it's, you know, a very nebulous term that yeah. means different things at different times and for different people. But, like, also I never thought, like, I guess everybody had, talks about tour mode. And I never, I never thought it was Maybe something that – Maybe not in that term, but yeah. Yeah, I never, I never thought about, like, th- that's, a, that's a phrase that my bands invented. But it's, like, a phrase that was used a lot in the bands I was, I've been in. Yeah. So, like, every band must – use it in some way. Yeah. Like it's, it's just sort of these, uh, memes, like these, these, <laughs> I, these ideas that were just like spreading around, you know, yeah. like that, that yeah. like, you know, like I'm, you know, if my mom listens to this, she'll probably be horrified that I was eating like somebody else's trash oh, food no. outside of a, a hotel. But like, I'm sure other people were like, Oh yeah. You like go on tour and you stop buying Einstein's bagels and right? you get all their trash bagels exactly. and you eat like a king. You check a pizza place after hours yeah. and you get the pizza out of the trash. Like yeah. I did that at home. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's like, you know, being a poor re- person repulsive makes you creative. to like, you know, normal people. But like, I don't think normal people tour. No. Like, it, why it, do we tour? It makes you your priorities any? like so different. Yeah. Why do we tour, though? Yeah, have you asked any of your guests why we do this? I guess I haven't asked that question. Why do you go on tour? I always enjoyed it. I liked it. Yeah. And to play to new people and to try to... I mean, isn't that the whole idea is that you're, like, uh, exposing more and more people to your music in the hopes that you will grow as a band? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's. I think that's the right answer. I mean, I never was that person that had delusions of like, we're going to get famous. Yeah. But there is a comfort level that like after you do it enough, <clears throat> it gets easier. Yeah. I mean, Pedals toured for 10 years and mm-hmm. like, it, 
I don't. Expect- the more I mean, the more you do it, the definitely the easier it gets yeah. because you like ha- you're always it builds. You're keeping in touch with the people yeah. in Oklahoma City that right. like hooked you up last time, or maybe you're like, okay, I know who not to talk to in Oklahoma City. Right. Uh, yeah. But you you forget a lot of that stuff when you don't do it. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. I like definitely being in a band that's collectively forty years old. Yeah. Like uh, there, you know, we we had a like a conversation right around when Nick joined the band, where it was sort of, or I think it was before we officially asked him to join the band because he's a teacher, and it was mm-hmm. just sort of like, well, like if we have somebody that you know, the rest of us work in restaurants, right? And can do whatever. It's like, well. That would basically stop us from touring. Like we're touring now, and it was like that's fine. You know, we yeah. had to like have that conversation. Where and you like, can work around that. Do we like, really want to like tour right. thirty five days out of the year? Right. Like it's tough, man. It is tough. And then when we were talking about doing this tour in April, it was like, you know, I'm always down. Mm-hmm. How long is it? It's six days. Yeah. So yeah. just barely enough to be a tour by my by uh, your metric. Yeah. yeah. But like I'm like. I don't want to. I don't want to be the guy that's like, let's go, let's go on tour, let's go on tour, let's go on right. tour. Because I've always been that guy. You know, right. music has always been sort of the songs have been secondary to booking the tour. Right. And like, uh, I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to seem too eager. But like, when when I'm in like in in the room with everybody and everybody's agreeing to it, mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, we yeah, let's do it, let's go, yeah, those yeah. dates work for me, yeah, we can do it. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, why? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Is it do I are my friends losers? Like what are we doing? When it was you that was suggesting. Yeah, I'm like, y'all shouldn't have agreed with me. This is this is this is indulgent and dangerous. And but you unhealthy. get to see your friends. Well, we get to see our friends, and, and that's why they're doing it. And yeah. then, you know. And if I was, you know, if we were suggesting it every two months, it'd be like, John, shut up. Right. But yeah. But like And there's this like fun bonding. Yeah. And like everybody having it's like a slumber party every night. Mm-hmm. And as long as you have like a good dynamic and you're not just like driving each other crazy, it, it f- can be a lot of fun. You get to find out which one of your friends are loud sleepers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's which the loudest ones, Which snorer? one's uh, sleepwalk? Ooh, have you had that? Yeah. Is this one in your band uh, currently? Not current band. Uh, Johnny Z was the was really? a big sleepwalker. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, he would <laughs> he would get up and like make himself a peanut butter sandwich and like no the, way <laughs> yeah and, like people would <gasps> uh, that's amazing people would. Be like, yeah. Do you remember like talking to me in the kitchen at like four in the morning? Oh like, my no. God. Like, yeah, you were just like, I found you like in our fridge, like rooting oh around. Oh my God. And then you just stood there and made a peanut butter sandwich and went back to sleep. And like, we'd <laughs> like, so skilled. Like, he would like wake up and like, oh my I remember one time we were watching a movie and he'd fallen asleep and he like got up and was like walking around and like was trying to like open the front door and we're like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm like, oh, you're, you're, you're asleep. really asleep, buddy. Oh, no. Let's get you back down to bed. Oh no! All of my stories like that are just Matt being drunk. Yeah, and I mean that might have also had something to do with it. Trying to pee in places he shouldn't. Uh, yeah, that, uh, that happened a couple times. Not with me, but with or Johnny. Somebody else that will rena- remain nameless. <laughs> but I, you know, I'm really waiting for somebody to like really shit talk. I feel like you're the right person to dish. Uh, I could. <laughs> I, I don't have. I don't have. So I don't have beef with anybody in any. Yeah, I don't have any. I feel like it. it Certain points in my life, I probably had beef with like, uh, 
<laughs> you know, when I was young enough to like really, really give a shit where everything's so important when you're like uh-huh. 23. You mouthed off plenty. Yeah. And like, you know, like I'm, I'm sure when, uh, so like the place we're in right now is, is the company is owned by Will, who was the singer and Marion Delgado. I'm sure I was very mad at Will when Marion Delgado broke up mm. and I'm sure I was very mad at Kirby when the setup broke up, mm-hmm. but like. I don't give a shit about sure. that anymore. Like, they did, it didn't, time, br- didn't break up because they like killed my dog. Like, I, right. whatever it was, it's like not important, you know. And enough time passes that I'll legitimately, legitimately forget why I'm like upset at someone. Yeah. I'll just be like, yeah. I just don't care that much. Well, to I, carry that around. I do remember being really butthurt at at Kirby when uh, the setup broke up. I don't explicitly remember why because I don't think he was the one that quit the band that caused the break. I don't remember. Yeah, I was just like, I was just mad at him. And and so I was in a band called The Setup and then after The Setup I joined two bands at the same time, Mouth Breather and Tiger Shark. And the drummer of Tiger Shark was this guy Johnny Z and he he was talking to me at one point. We were on tour and he was like, like we were, like some somehow the setup or Kirby came up and he was like, so you and Kirby like aren't friends anymore. I'm like nah, and I'm like probably explaining to him why we're talking shit or something. And he's like, I don't know, that seems lame. Like you guys were <laughs> you guys were friends. You should squash that. Aww. And I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. Of course he would say yeah. that too. And then he he died, and that was the end of that band. And that was like, <sighs> I was like, I got. And, like, I think Kirby called me, and I was like, he was like, you doing all right? I was like, I would really appreciate seeing you right now. And, like, and it was sort of like, and I told him, I was like, you know, like, Johnny basically told me to, like, squash squash that beef. Like, Fuck. that, it, it sucks that when I do think about, like, Tiger Shark tours, I get real sad. Yeah. Because, like, that, the, like, Aww. touring with, like, Johnny and Jay were, like, Bundles of like pure yeah. joy, like, like positivity, the best and like people, yeah, and like playing with them. Like, I was just sort of along for the ride with that band. They had yeah. this like insane chemistry and tightness, and like, I was just sort of, I was like, yeah, I was just like, this is, I just like dumb luck. And like, Aww. Johnny traded in his truck for a van, and we were like, we had like so many amps in this dumb little. <laughs> Ford Aerostar minivan, like yeah. two fridge cabinet, two fifteens, like a like a full stack, a couple four tens, just like garbage. Yeah. Garbage. And we, we just were like we tore we were only a band for like two years. We probably toured like six or seven times. Like wow. and then yeah, and then it was just all very abrupt. Yeah, that's tough. Johnny, so John, so Johnny, I don't know how much time we have. No, go for it. So Johnny Z was like legendary for, and like every everybody from our circle of friends knows yes. Johnny Z. And There's he, a pedal he played, song about him. Yeah, he played drums in countless bands, yes. and like it was he was and he crowd was, surfed into shows wearing a bunny suit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like just like every just everything that did that brought, guy did was like two eleven. Yeah, brought joy yeah. everywhere he went. Like always friendly, smiling. Yeah. Just, he Ugh. he he was like the best legendary for going on tour because like like the first Tiger Shark tour we ever went on we would we would practice at his house so like I like I think I probably got my wife or Angel my girlfriend at the time to drop me off at the house or something 
and we're like all packing up and he's like, all right, I'm going to lock up. And he locks up and he like walks out of his house and he's got a pillow under one arm and a book in the other hand. <laughs> and he like throws it in the back. And I was like, is that all you're bringing? He's like, I got a, t- I got a toothbrush in my pocket. Like a toothbrush, a pillow, and a book. That's all you're bringing for like two and a half weeks. And he's like, is that too much? And I'm like, no, I guess. And like day one, lost his shoes. And we were touring the Southeast. So like he was just like, fuck it. And like I think we probably played like four shows in Florida, you know, like and just like no shoes and was just like, you know, like. That's probably amazing. lost his pillow day one. Right. And like, uh, I remember I got back from that tour and I was talking to, I don't know, either like Joe Hunter, Andrew Clark, somebody that he was in, uh, what was it? What band was he? Triple Eagle. He, uh, somebody he was in a band with previously and they were like, what did Johnny take on tour? <laughs> I was like, a book, a pillow <laughs> and a toothbrush. And they were like, Whoa. That's a lot. <laughs> Cause apparently he they like uh Are You Fucking Serious and Triple Eagle went on uh like a six week full US tour. Holy shit. Probably, you know, six weeks, probably you know, twenty shows. Like right. I think there were a lot of days off. Uh but apparently he just didn't take anything. Wow. It was like using toothbrushes at like other people's houses Ooh, and like uh I don't like that. <laughs> And like the the like yeah the like most legendary story is that he was at a truck stop bathroom and there was a like a bic razor on the sink in the truck stop bathroom and he dry shaved Ow. with a <laughs> dry oh, shaved no. with a a, like a bic he found in a oh. gas station bathroom and like that is like the most disgusting story ever but like if you knew this guy it's like you're just like, you're like okay yeah it's still somehow cute you're yeah, like, like okay like if i did that it would be it'd be like you piece of dirt oh. i remember we uh we played in chicago and then we left chicago and this is when my parents were living in illinois and we drove down to urbana to stay with them and i woke up the next morning and like Jay's asleep and I'm looking around, Johnny's gone. And I like go upstairs and Johnny's sitting out on the back porch, like drinking coffee and smoking a cigarette, like basically holding court with my parents, like regaling Aww. them with stories and just like having the time I of his life. That. And I'm just like, yeah, my parent, my parents were just like that, that Johnny is so neat. I remember mom's, he's so neat. Oh, like, what, a, what a, what a mom compliment. He's so yes. neat. Such a neat young man. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. All those right. were those were like the the best tours just cuz those like there's like you know you mentioned like be like uh, being like oh we're going to be like a really big band like having that mentality and I've definitely whether people were explicit about it or kind of like you could just tell Secretly, yeah. I've I've been in bands where like you know, and all it takes is one person to like really be going for the gold right. to like kind of screw up the fun for people who aren't. Right. But that band was just like, like if it was a bad show, we were just having a blast. Like right. if it was Regardless. a terrible show, like it was even funnier. Right. Like, you know, <laughs> I never heard either of those guys like just like being mean. You know, yeah, could, I can't how imagine. How could you? You lost your shoes. Right. Who are you? Who are you going to? I hope you guys bought him some goddamn flip-flops at some point. Nah. At a gas station. 
Because you can't go into gas stations without shoes in on. Florida, you can. Oh, really? Yeah. You can do anything you want in Florida well, without shoes yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Florida. They got a term for that in uh, St. Augustine called Jiffy Feet. Uh-huh. It's when your feet are real black uh-huh. on the bottom from going into Jiffy's barefooted. Yeah. I've heard that called 7-Eleven feet, but you can't go into 7-Eleven barefoot. No. No. Why would you would want to? I don't know. That's so. Well, that's that's uh, Brandon Peck when he's on when he gets into tour mode, and that's uh-huh. is when he's when he's barefoot. Oh yeah, the, yeah. When when you see that dude barefoot or wearing flip flops, you're like, yeah. oh, you you in tour mode already? Right. Nice. Yeah. And when I mentioned shit talk earlier, I was more thinking of like, so and so did this drunk stupid thing. <laughs> so not I don't, like, see, I don't want to do that because I don't want them to come on your show and be like, these are well, this is what John did. Right. I could talk. So, like, I could talk all night about terrible bands that we play with. That's oh, like, no, that's, that's not mean fun. because, like, you know, it's, no, I, I don't like have to explain why it's mean. Dumb shit that you did, or like, uh, I don't think I ever got drunk on any oh. tours. So, that's all right. Not tell me happen. this why did we get kicked out of the green room in New Orleans? On that OLT tour. Uh, because, A, we weren't supposed to be there. B, there were like 30 of us. <laughs> C, we were all jumping up and down on the furniture chanting, green room, green room, green room, green room. So take your pick, I guess. Like, uh, I forgot about that. I, that show was, oh, man, that show was a terrible show. And uh, we were playing this. Okay, but when you're th- when you have that many people, even a terrible show, yeah, you, you brought, make it fun. You brought the like, crowd. Yes, like you're, there's so you know many you're of you. Play to at least twenty people, right? And I think there was probably <laughs> ten people there. So, but like it was this like huge room with a big stage, and yeah. uh, the bands were like, "Screw this!" Like everybody get up on stage with yes, us. I have pictures of that. Do you have a picture of Graham sitting in a table? Off the stage because he was like real. He was real. He was gr- the surly grumpy one. He of the was group. real grumpy that night, especially because like we got to New Orleans and it's like okay, there's like twelve hours till the show starts. So what do you guys want to do? Well, we just let's just drink. Yep. You know, we're in New Orleans. Walk around. Yeah, just walk around and drink. And uh, did I send you that photo of us? I think I posted it somewhere where we look like homeless children and we're all lined up oh, on a curb yeah. eating po boys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that was when we met Deepak. So I'm not remembering we're that. We're all sitting, like, we're all sitting there eating po' boys, like, on the curb. And this guy drives by and he, like, leans out the window and he's like, Hey, you guys in a band? And we're like, Yeah. Do you remember this? No. He's like, You guys in a band? And we're like, Yeah. And he's like, Cool. What, what are the names? And we're like, OLT in the South. And he's like, Cool. And, like, drives off. And then, like, five minutes later, he drives by in another car and he's like, where are you guys playing? Like, we're playing at this pizza place over here. And he's like, okay, cool. And like drives off. Five minutes later, he drives by in another car. Uh, he's like, what time? Oh, my like, God. Nine? Was he like valet or something? Yeah, he's a valet. Oh, and, fuck yeah. and then like another five minutes later, he like walks up and he's like wearing a valet. And he's like, how are you guys doing? And just like, like, oh my like, God, and I he, do like, not remember this. And if he like, it was, I think me, Cole, Mike Pius, and Jerry and Luke Stevens, like we we all just like walked out. He was like, "I'll show you around the French Quarter." And we like walked around Bourbon Street, and we wow. like were we're kind of like bar hopping. And Mike was like, 
you know, he's a firefighter, so he had a real job. So he was buying all of us drinks. Nice. He was 19 at the time. That's crazy. And uh, Way to be responsible at yeah, 19. Yeah, way to have a real job and <laughs> break all the laws. And uh, this guy hung out with us and, like, uh, you know, I, I think he came to the show, but, like, I, you know, I never saw him or whatever again, but he kept in touch with, like, all the really? St. Augustine people. And, like, I feel like every, you know, when I talk to Mike Pius, he'll be like, Oh yeah, like uh, like he like surfs or something. So like you know, cool. like he'll like hit us up when he's like on the East Coast, and like yeah, like he still keeps in touch with this random dude. That That's was amazing. Valet parking near a curb, right? Where we were all sitting. Um. Okay, that makes me remember another. Hey, are you guys in a band story? And I'm wondering if you remember it, where we were in the van. In the van. Driving down the highway. And a trucker pulls up next to us and does the classic roll yeah. your window down signal. Jeff is co-pilot. And he's like, what's up? And the guy's like, you guys in a band? And he's like, <coughs> yeah. And we're like yelling. This yeah. is like on the interstate. It's like an 18-wheeler. Yes. Which if you think about like the visual of like how high a trucker is, <laughs> like how like high his like window five is. Five to six feet above you. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to finish uh, the story? I, so I, yeah. Uh, Were you in there in the van? I was not. I was in, this was, I think this was really early on in the tour. So I was still in the OLT van. And <gasps> That's I remember, almost like I funnier. Remember, I remember watching it because yeah. like, I, like, I don't know anything's going on. And then right. I just start seeing the South van drifting. Like closer to closer the truck. Closer and closer <laughs> to this truck. And we're like, what is going on? And then like Jeff's like entire upper body <laughs> Comes out of the 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 window, passenger window, holding like a CD or a seven inch or something, and he's like, the trucker's like leaning way out, and they're like, van the truck are like dangerously close, and like, yeah, I guess he was just like, yeah, give me a CD, yeah. So this trucker just like hollers over, and he's like, are y'all a band? And Jeff's like, yeah. He's like, I'm in a band too. He's like, y'all want to trade CDs? And so this trucker gave us his band's Oh, tape. I don't remember that. Was it any good? No. No, yeah. And yeah, but it was it was like some uh, ridiculously dangerous <laughs> but yeah, hilarious. Yeah, some methed out trucker. Interstate like, hijinks. Hey, hey. Yeah. That I wish hysterical. I had some video of. His poor mother. If she saw that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dangerous stuff on tour. Mm. You ever you ever legitimately feared for your life? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Like, uh, I can remember one show where it was like the, uh, it was a house show, but we weren't in a basement. We were on like a, what? I just remember I got an oh. story. Okay. You jumped like it was like, I, yeah. I was like, did something you go, you go. grab you? Are you okay? Um, uh, oh, oh, so we're on like the main level of the house and mm-hmm. it's, you know, just normal hardwood floors. There's enough people in there and they're all jumping in sync. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this floor is going to collapse. And we're all... Were were you with me? Because I have a similar story with you. No, but that's honestly not even the only time I've had that happen. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, amazing that punk houses that have shows are not the most structurally sound. (laughs) Surprise. Yeah. (laughs) Do you remember New Year's Eve, Little Rock, Arkansas? Fuck yes, I do. A blizzard. Yes. 
and we're playing a house show with Sufi Nun Squad, fuck, who is like, yes. like, listen, I'm metal as fuck, but like Sufi Nun Squad <laughs> slaps, and like, just like one of the funnest <laughs> bands on the planet. And it was like, they're from Little Rock, and it was like, we're playing with this like party band yes. on the party night. This is gonna on be, New Year's. this is gonna yeah. be amazing. Yeah. And it's a blizzard. Yes. And the house is at the bottom of a hill, and we cannot get the van. To, well, we could could have gotten the van down the hill, but we would have just lived at that house. Right. You wouldn't get back up. Yeah. And like, so we we go into the house, and like, their amp. I don't I don't know why we just didn't play on their amps. Like, I can imagine maybe like Shane being like, I'm, I don't want to play on that. I only <laughs> play on my amp. You know, something like that. Or maybe Gene didn't like the drum set. Right. Uh. And so my part of this is that I lived in Florida at the time and drove 12 hours with my friend Jen just because we wanted to. Did you to. drive straight to that show? Yes. That's ridiculous. It was. This was this was in my in my time <laughs> of my life where I would just like do these stupid weekend trips. Because we were staying at that house with Mary from Tree of Life and Chip mm-hmm. from The Body. Mm-hmm. And well, y'all had been on a tour and mm-hmm. you had come through Tampa and you had played at my house. And then so I knew your route yeah. and I knew that you guys were there for New Year's and we were like, fuck it, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and like I, we got to that house and they were talking about like, oh, yeah, we like did this show here last year. And it was like crazy. It was packed down. The floor collapsed. And like, <laughs> you know, there were so many. And we're like, well, the floor collapsed. We're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So like, you know, like, like <laughs> Nate, Nate, I remember Nate. Was tell Nate Powell, who is like now like an award winning comic artist, who like, yes, I'm you know, uh, like he was like, oh yeah, I was like, I was like standing on an amp singing, and I see like rows of people's heads from the back of the room to start dropping, <gasps> and it's like this wave of people like Ooh. falling, and like the whole like the floor collapses, and like I think everybody was okay or whatever, Fuck. but it was just like yeah, like I don't know, like we threw some like four by fours up in the basement today, so we're probably fine. E- <laughs> and like during Sufi Nun Squad, they started off because that band had like four singers. Yeah. And they, they were all wearing sweatshirts where they had sewn the sleeves together. <laughs> and they started at the back of the room and just ran to the front wall of the room. Of death, the wall to of everyone. death and like clotheslining everybody. <laughs> and like I could like the floor felt like jello. Like you could see it separating oh my from the God. wall. Right. And just like yes. moving and like it's so scary. I remember just being like, I'm not leaving this room unless I'm like falling through, through the floor. The, like I would never I will miss be leaving this. the basement. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I remember just being crushed that we like couldn't get our gear to the show and like So y'all didn't play. We didn't play. Yeah. And it and it's like especially like now, like like I've played on so much borrowed equipment. Right. Like, I don't it's know why when, why that ever would have been like Outside of my comfort zone, but right. it, for whatever or like reason, a deal we just, breaker. We were like kind of a twinkly emo band. Yeah. So if you're playing on like some like real like party on thrash shit. out yeah. punk rock gear, it's probably you know maybe we were just like this is not the best representation of our music. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember we were like they were like oh we'll make it up to you like come back next time you come on tour and they were like you know it never you know it was a blizzard like right. a legitimate yeah. blizzard and we we're like this is just dumb luck. And so we came back the next summer and we played at this outdoor gazebo with, <laughs> I think, Sufi Nun Squad, Tim Aoski, and The Body. Oh, nice. And Oh, man. Uh, it was the hot – it was like a, a heat 
wave, it was like the hottest it had been there in like 70 years. Like it was 110 <laughs> degrees at night or something just <laughs> unbelievable. And and they were just like, stop coming here. Like you're just like, <laughs> it's you're your like fault. every Don't time come you come back. here, there's yeah. like biblically bad weather. Just like, Damn. They didn't really tell us not to come back. Of course. We just broke up. Is that band The Body? Is their name a Buffy reference? Because <laughs> I want it to be. I don't think so. Because they were a band. I was like, trying to yeah. make out the timing as yeah. you're telling that story. <laughs> well, maybe. I don't, yeah, this was like late 90s, early 2000s. If you know anybody in that band, let us know. Yeah. I want to know. Also, if anybody wants to come on the podcast and just talk about Buffy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll how, do much, that. how much time we got I know, right? Yeah. Let's just uh, start episode two, Buffy talk. <laughs> Uh, God, that episode is so heartbreaking. I I rewatch Buffy almost every winter, and yeah. I just like the whole show, the whole shebang. So, well, not every winter, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm right now. I'm at the point where Willow's going bad. It's, oh, bad it's hard bad to watch. Willow, bad Willow's <sighs> such a good, such a good big, big bad. I know. All right, uh, sorry, didn't mean to derail us. Um, you mentioned the frisbees. Do you want to tell that story? It's so silly. It's yeah, not really so even a story. It's it's it. So I wasn't really there for like the purchasing of said frisbees. We were that was definitely in Omaha because I remember it was in a house that like, uh, the setup came back to and played. Oh really? A, yeah. Like I think I, because because I like that tour happened between Marion Delgado breaking up and the setup going on tour. Okay. So it was sort of like a. Like, I think that's why I kind of, like, mythologize that tour so much because it was, like, there were peoples in both of those bands that were, like, kind of, like, serious and, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, like playing good shows was very important. And if you didn't play, like, a really good show, right. it was, like, very – it was, like, why are we even doing this kind of – you know, like – and so that tour was, yeah. like, holy crap, you can just, like – have fun and just uh-huh. like, just like no rules and like and that make, makes it so hey, much better. Your show in Tulsa fell through, but <laughs> or Fort Wayne, Indiana fell right. through, but like we can still have fun because there's yeah. 20 of us here, or like we can go jump on a show in Chicago if we right. get in the van right now, right? Uh, but for some reason, we had all gone to a or not all of us, some of us had gone to like a yard sale. Yeah, so. I bought like a hoodie, which ended up being stenciled of that so young and so tender so that we mentioned. The yard sale. Yes, and we found a box, like a big box of just plastic frisbees, and it must have been like two hundred frisbees. In it there. was, it was absurd. It was absurd how many, and somebody just thought it would be hilarious, and I'm sure it was like two dollars for this yeah. box of frisbees. So we were like, why the fuck do we need that? We're all crammed in this van. Yeah. And they're like, we won't keep it in here for very long, but some we're going <laughs> to use this for something. So that's the backstory of how it came to be. I was still at the house where we played and like everybody got back and people just started throwing Frisbees <laughs> and like some people crossed the street and more and more it was like funny to like throw a Frisbee and before the person could catch a Frisbee, you throw like two more. So you're just like... <laughs> Like there's like dozens of frisbees in the air going across the street over traffic. At but any this given is moment. like a main street. Yeah, it's not it's like a in a bu- neighborhood. Like yeah. yeah, I have picture. I have a lot of pictures. Of Me this. too. Because uh, it looked insane. Yeah, and nobody was like, if you didn't catch the frisbee, you didn't. You were, there were ten up. more laying yeah, on you the just ground like around got you. Another one out of the box. And so there's like ten it. people on each side of the street just throwing hundreds of frisbees back and forth. So naturally, the cops come, <laughs> and they're like. 
shut it down. They're like, like what are you doing? Like, like, like they- <laughs> give me a break with a sh- frisbee Like, shit. weren't even mad. They were just like, really, guys? Yeah, uh, yeah. Really? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and so we packed up all the Frisbees, and we went from Omaha to Lincoln, which is like an hour, because in uh, Nebraska, the only two cities that have any real population <laughs> are one hour from each other. And so we went to Lincoln, and we, play, we were playing this house, and, like, some, like, cops were, like, driving around, and they were like, you guys play Omaha last night? And we're like, yeah. Like, you guys, the ones with the Frisbees? What? And we're like, what? And we're like, yeah, we got a call. There was, like, some, what? some bands going through blocking traffic Playing with Frisbees. Frisbee. <laughs> we're like, what? I do not uh, remember yeah. that. And we're just like, what wow. The fuck? Like, were, were they there to, like, shut the show down? No, nah, I think they were just cruising looking for Frisbees. Frisbee punks. Yeah. <laughs> Frisbee punks. <laughs> Y'all, y'all don't play frisbee around these parts. Oh my god, I First do not all, remember fris- that. Frisbee's a proprietary brand. We call them flying novelty flying discs. Novelty flying discs. <laughs> that is amazing. But like, yeah, we would like just like throw frisbees for a while, yeah. and if like one went up onto the roof of like, the venue, fine. you're like, well, fuck it. Like that frisbee's, we don't need it anyway. We so got many more. more. Yeah. Holy shit, that's amazing. A frisbee is like. Essential like tour packing, like this, like such an easy thing to yeah, just like doesn't take up bust, space. Bust out at a rest stop, right? Or like you yeah. know, while you're killing time in a parking lot of a venue. Exactly, exactly. I remember Foursquare was a big like time killer early days. Like take a bouncy, bouncy red, but bouncy ball uh-huh. on tour. Do you also take some chalk to draw it out? You don't just like stumble upon a Foursquare court. You can use the lines in the parking lot, you know, like a parking oh. spot. I'm making a cross with my hands. Good job, yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. I never did that. Uh, or racquetballs. You play handball. Handball. Fuck yeah. We're way less active now on tour. Right. It's sort of like, like, well, there's no. a bar over there. Right. Or you I've know. got a book. Yeah. <laughs> you, want me to, you want me to play a game? What am I, a kid? <laughs> like run around and get sweaty? I'm not a little kid. I'm going to read this book while I wait for my punk show to start. <laughs> um, do you have any van games? Uh... Mouth breather used to play Who's in My Mouth. What? <laughs> That's not a real game. Uh, I guess it can be a real game. My my That's eyes for you, just dear listener, to really wide. Yeah, <laughs> like uh... uh, that was that was a an inside joke on Mouth Breather tours. Oh, okay, play, okay. Like, you want to play Who's in My Mouth? Kind wow. Of thing. Nobody ever played it, as far as I can tell. In, in, uh, in Marion Delgado, when I was like younger and had more energy to make things, I would make uh, Mad Libs. Make them? I would like write out tour stories and leave out proper nouns and adjectives and stuff like that and leave That's multiple so lines so you could like play the game, play the same Mad Lib over, over and over again. Right. Because uh, I, I did that just with like the actual yeah. Mad Lib books. Yeah. Uh, I wish I still had those because they were they were based on like actual tour stories. That's so smart. And you would make it like kind of specific, like instead of proper noun, it'd be like a person in the van, right? Kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, well, and then that's like double joke because it's like you know the backstory, but also you're making it something yeah. else. Oh, that's so good. I'm trying to think of other tour games. Well, I mean that OLT South tour is Rap Horse. Oh, so much rap horse and piggyback. Is that the, the dice, dice game? game? 
That wasn't in the van, but we played those two games. I never all got into the time. dice games like oh, yeah? CeeLo or yeah. yeah, like I don't like games of chance. <laughs> Unlike Rap Horse, which is clearly a game of skill. I, I just remember Cole being like unreasonably good at it. Well, yeah, I guess he's. You know who needs a fucking podcast? Daggett, Cole. Yeah. I would listen to him talk about anything. He's the funniest person I've ever met, and I've met plenty of funny people. So Cole. <laughs> Get at it. Get at it, boy. Boy. <laughs> uh, he was always the preferred roadie for for the setup and uh, no, just the setup. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. you got to keep it we posy. All, we all and like, too, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like always chill and posy. And that's like the best two things. What, so what's your experience going? I know you like lived with uh, Lewis and Matt, like going oh, on tour boy. with your roommates. That's like, that can be like. Uh, yeah. So when we, you get home from tour, how do you get yeah. away from your you don't are you really home <laughs> you don't you don't um so we did that on purpose uh because we were like okay we want to tour as much as we possibly mm-hmm. can um let's make our living situation right. as cheap as possible so uh yeah the boys moved into my house and so lewis had the other bedroom matt lived in the attic and at the time matt and lewis even worked together was that when they were at A21? Yes. And, and and Rich worked at A21 too. Yes, but he wasn't in the band yet at that point. Oh, okay. Um, but when you guys did that last real big tour you went on, maybe that wasn't your last, it was the last one that... He would have been there for that. He would have been yeah. there for that. But we weren't living together at that point. But yes, that was, I mean, sure, logistically a sound idea, but like... Uh, in practice, yeah. probably not the best. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's just so, and I love both of them, and I still do. But there's, like, that's there's just, really something to be said for getting back from tour and not seeing anybody in your band for like sure, oh, you need like, a little break. Yeah, I yeah. Was just with you for 24 hours a day for for a however month straight. long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah like it, like those like setup tours and like, or or even the Marion Delgado tours because we all live together too. Like, you just get home and be like. Like, hey, we're home. Like, and then you're like, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, thankfully, we're all here. Bedrooms have doors. Yeah. So that was like my sanctuary of like, okay, I'm going to go be by myself for a while. Because, yeah. I mean, it, just in general, I'm one of those people that needs like time to myself to like mm-hmm. recuperate and like re energize myself. Like, social interactions are draining for me. Social exhaustion is <laughs> real, man. It is. Take it from a bartender. It's oh, I bet. Oh God. I couldn't, mess. I would not be good at that job. <laughs> I'd like to take long, like unannounced walks yes. on tour. Just like, that was my thing too. Especially like right after we were done playing, like, I'm just going to like, like, this is such a, like, I don't know if this makes me sound like just like an asshole or like an asshole rock star, but like, I, I hate it when you're like moving amps and people are trying to talk to you uh-huh. and you're just like, this is not like, the thank time. you so much. Yeah. I am Get out of the way. carrying heavy things. I'm right. so sorry, but yeah. leave me alone. So I just try to like disappear after we play and right. like it never fails. I'll be like, oh yeah, I just like walked in that direction and the show promoter will be like, oh my God, you walked in that direction? Like 17 <laughs> people were just killed over there. And like, you're like, okay. Oh, oops. Are you still a morning person? Uh, Nats. I mean, at some point in our friendship, we were breakfast buddies. Yes. Uh, yeah. Not. I mean, I can be. Uh, but I I work so many late nights now that it's like, you know, my schedule is a little wonkier now than back when I was, you know, 
conceivably off at like 10 o'clock at the latest. Right. So, so, but that's what always saved me on tour, even though it's like, it's a little bit blessing and a curse that mm-hmm. I still wake up early, mm-hmm. but that also means I've got a few hours while everyone is still sleeping that I can either go yeah. walk and find a coffee shop or just take a walk or just sit and read a book and like not have anyone talking to me. <laughs> I would always, I would always try to be the first one in the van. I don't know, like the like like first first one ready to leave. Not maybe not the first person awake, but like when it was like as soon as I was like awake, I was like, well, I'm just gonna get up and pack up all my stuff. Like I'm gonna be the first one. My You're bags just in by the, the van door. Waiting. Like I remember when we were when we were in Europe, because that was another like there were his mouth breather and Zahn and like two roadies, so there, it was a good amount of people wrangling. Everybody was tough and. It was always mm-hmm. me and Chris Brown, like first first people every time to the van. And we we're just like by like after like day six, you're yeah. like, you and me, buddy. Right. We're gonna be there. See yeah. bright and early. Yeah. First ones. Nobody's waiting on us. Yeah. Who's tour mom in Sea of Storms? Okay. Uh, am well, I wrong for, to assume? For, first that of all, when it's boys, we call them tour daddies. Oh uh, fine. <laughs> well, so what do you what do you what is a what is a, what is a tour mom? I mean, is it is it unfair to assume that everybody, every band has like that person that's kind of in charge? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, I I book all the shows, so I'm sort of like tour mom. Like you know where you're going next, what time you need to be yeah, there. The, that gives you, you know, an element the, of I'm like the one that's like you know like. We got to get up early tomorrow because yeah, like we, we got to drive. drive. Yeah. Kind of thing. Because uh, someone has to do that or else you just don't show up on time. <laughs> yeah. We're even still, we're not going to be exactly on time. Somebody, somebody's <laughs> Something gonna, will happen. Yeah. Somebody's going to like need to smoke a cigarette Ugh. or like yeah. poop at a gas station. Or, For 45 minutes. Yeah. Or like, or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, or we, we all decided to stop for like a leisurely lunch at a Waffle House. Oh, I love Waffle House. I do too. I still do. It's the best restaurant. It is. Uh, I I'm I might be tour mom sometimes. Like like reluctant. Yeah, Nick is an actual dad, so yeah. sometimes he's like that. Like that'll like and a teacher, so and that's a teacher, double. Yes. So sometimes he's either like it's a double dad. Like he's. Kind of in that mood, or he's like completely way off in the other direction uh-huh. because he's like, I'm off, I'm on tour, right? I'm a torment. Yes, I feel like my friends that party the hardest now are the ones that are parents, and it's yeah. like a rare moment that they sitter. get a sitter and they're like, Let's do shots. Yeah, yeah. I call that moms gone wild, um, yeah, or dads, but mostly in my experience, it's been moms. <laughs> I have been more of like a tour mom in other bands, and. I don't think I was ever good at it. And I think there was always some tension because like, I think in some bands I was trying too hard to like control, like whatever the, you know, like if you're the one booking shows, you have, you have to like, because you are the sort of the gatekeeper for all the information. Like when everybody's like, well, do we have to leave tomorrow? more responsible. Yeah. How long of a drive? So like, you're sort of like the gatekeeper in that role. But like you know, like it's, you also have to manage expectations because yeah. you're. Yeah, you're like I think this one might be a stinker. Yeah, and you, sometimes you can be upfront about that, and yeah. it'll diffuse the 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 shock. Sometimes you have to lie. Sure. Just to so like you know, 
and then you can just sort of be like, I don't know what happened, man. Like this, 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 is, out, this is out of my control. But like, there've definitely been some times where I'm sort of like, okay, like I'm, I'm going to keep this one to myself. Right. Because like, you no know, if I morale. say something now, people are just going to be mad at me. Right. Like, right. I, I, I think, and I think most of the people I've been in bands with have been very cool and very understanding, yeah. but there've been some of those people that it's like, like, why do I have to explain to you why we had a bad show at a Tuesday night, right. 19 hours away in a, in a town, town we've, we've never, never been to in, yeah. <laughs> in a band that like nobody knows, right. you know, like, why, yeah. like, 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 I just don't know why we can't get good shows. Like, right. well, I mean, well, we're in Iowa. Right. But like, maybe if we come yeah. back again, there'll be a couple people. Or maybe yeah. not because yeah. it's Iowa. Like, right. Maybe we just shouldn't play Iowa. Who knows? Yeah. But that was a lot of those early tours, especially like yeah. early tours. It was like. And that's where that mentality that you're talking about makes or breaks a mm-hmm. situation. Like, yeah. if you don't care, if you're like, whatever, I'm with my friends and I'm going to have fun, a bad show doesn't need to get you down. Yeah. Like, it's still a, you know, <clears throat> it's still a night with your friends where you're doing this thing that you have rearranged your whole life to be able mm-hmm. to do. And it's, if I'm honest, it's so much easier for a bad night to turn on a dime. Yeah. And become like a really fun night yeah for, you know like the absurd like there was a i'm not gonna tell this whole story but there was one night in europe and somewhere in uh holland yeah somewhere in holland brandon peck and i got in this big fight Ooh. and it was over a pillow Oh, like, oh no, you, you know, you get to a were point. Were you guys tired? Yeah, we were tie tie, you know, and it was, I don't really remember, like, it was over a pillow. Right. And, like, it was like, Some dumb the, it, shit. it sort of ended with, like, the, the show had, was over, and, you know, like, we were staying at this sort of, like, like, loft kind of, like, apartment thing that was attached to the venue that had beds and stuff. And, like, we were like, all right, well, there's a dance club. Also in the venue, we're going to go to this giant dance party because why not? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I'm just going to stay up here. And I was like, what is lame? And he's like, oh, I think you're lame. And we were, we were like beefing <laughs> super hard and then like went downstairs and, you know, this this crazy dance party. And I like went back upstairs. I was like, you need to come downstairs. And like, like basically, you know, like. Like you're missing something There's other fun. stuff surrounding, surrounding that conversation. But it was just sort of like the, the bullet point was just sort of like. Like you're pissed and I'm pissed, and like we, we can go downstairs and have a good time, right? Or we can go to our separate corners and be pissed right. at each other, and it like ended up being this like totally epic night, and like yeah. it's just like so many times that like we just played a bad show, and then you're like at a weird party and it's yeah. hysterical, or like yeah. you know you end up going to some other place and jumping on a show that's awesome. And like, yeah, it was, it was bad and now it's good. Or you right. play a bad show and the five people that are there buy like 50 bucks worth of merch a piece. And you're like, right. What the hell was that? All about? right. Like, you know, there's so many, so many ways to be surprised and to like change your outlook Yeah, when you're having a bad time. And I think it's, you, you have to work a lot harder to kind of go the other way, like it uh-huh. takes more muscles to smile and frown, kind of thing. Like <laughs> right. to to because like being on tour is a privilege, and I think once sure. you, not everybody that tours is not privileged, but like it is a privilege. Yeah, and like I think once you sort of have that 
mindset, like, like I shouldn't be here. Like, why am I doing this? Like, this is, this is ridiculous. Like you have to sort of like embrace that like chaos that's like, you know, here, here, here I am. Like, I'm going to make the best out of it, even though we just showed up before Wayne, Indiana and that guy's acting like he's not here. (laughs) <laughs> we're just going to hang out on his porch until he lets us in his house. And then we're all yeah. going to watch. We're going to pile 20 of us into his bedroom and watch Godzilla starring Matthew Broderick on VHS <laughs> while he tries to hang out. And, you know, you're like, hey, that was pretty fun. <laughs> you know? Thanks. Does yeah. that sound familiar? That just pull that, pull that hypothetical out of thin air. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you really and, – and that's really – the essence of torment to me is that like I just have to relax into like yeah. whatever happens is happening and like yeah. I have a little bit of well, like a say so but like for the most part you just have to let yourself it's it's a coping wash in the floods of crazy yeah. yeah I've I definitely was very jealous listening to that Lobo Marino episode right because they were just like like oh yeah we'll just like busk and then we'll find out about this place and we'll go play there and we'll go to this coffee shop and then like meet people and go play there and I'm like yeah you can really do that when you're like just two people with like and then being a couple it's like like, their communication just like this magical life that Uh I'm so jealous of Uh uh-huh yeah. So it's like that's virtually impossible to do when you when you have a band like a four piece punk band with right. fridge cabinets when you're like yeah you can't just show up to a coffee shop and be like mind if we just play out front and be like hell no right <laughs> no our, our amps will trip your no we're not going to turn down we got to uh, keep our amps loud for our tone <laughs> um do you have any other main stories that come to mind because we are coming up on time. Yeah, I feel like I had a bunch of them that I was like, I got to talk about this. I got to talk about this. And I don't think I talked about any of them. That's why you need notes, yeah. dog. Well, I know. I mean, like the So Young, So Tender <laughs> story was like, I knew we were going to talk about that. Uh, All right. Well, we should probably wrap this shit up. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. This oh my is God. a lot of fun. Thank you. And thank you for doing this. It is very cool that like. Thank you for listening. Know, I'm sure. I'm sure you're going to get like. The the big stars and the Ian Mackay is on here, but it is also very cool that like you're archiving all these like local weirdos' yes. stories, and it's sort of like yeah, at least in the initial stages, it's our community yeah kind of. Well, yeah, thank thank you everyone who's been listening. This is really fun. I've really enjoying this project, and um, like and subscribe. Let, yep, rate, review, subscribe. iTunes and Spotify. Email tourmoderva at gmail John has something to say. Come see my band on tour. Yes, April second through I want to say the eighth or something. Follow that Facebook page. Follow that. Smash that like button. <laughs> I'll spam gently. Gentle spamming. If you're in the southwest, east, southeast, that's important. <laughs> Basically, uh, Virginia to Florida, just right? Look it, look it up. Look, just just, look just it up. fucking look, look it. Link, it link in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and subscribe. Uh, follow on Instagram. I'm still waiting for somebody to email me a story. I really would love that. It hasn't happened yet. Uh, just one of their stories. You yeah. Want to on it, uh, yeah, like somebody who's like, I don't want to necessarily be on the pod, but I got a story for you. I would it'll, love it'll that. Happen. It'll I bet, happen. I bet the first bunch you get are going to be boring. Probably. You and wait. then I'll feel bad because I'll be like, I don't want to read oh, that. Yeah, <laughs> no, sorry, we get so many submissions. Oh, sorry. I got my <laughs> unpaid intern sifting through all these. <laughs> That's the dream, man. Yeah. That would. 
<laughs> That'd be you're gonna okay. You're going to get pro. You're going to take this on the road. What yeah. if this tour goes – what if this oh, podcast goes on God. tour? You, that's the dream right there. If I could go on podcast tour? Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. You want to sing a song? Oh, right. You do a thing. Do we need to shout it? Uh, run me through how you do it again. I just sing good and hold it out, and then you say bye or sing it okay. or say it. All right, let's harmonize. Yeah. Are you gonna go? That's on you. Are then. you gonna go high or low? What do you want? <clears throat> I'll surprise you. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sing in my band. That's beautiful. I don't sing in my band. <laughs> Nailed it. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to make a quick note. Um, Between recording this episode and it being released, coronavirus has caused a lot of uh, concern that has canceled a lot of public events. And so because of that, Sea of Storms has canceled their spring tour that John talks about on this episode. So um, just wanted to make note of that. And everybody stay safe. And thanks for listening. Bye.